ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد last time we began talking about the names and attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala al-asma'u wa-sifat and carrying on from that now wasfu asma'illahi bi-annaha husna wa madlulu thalika the fact that the names of Allah are described as being husna meaning at the perfection of beauty that they are in absolute perfection in every sense at the pinnacle of perfection that is the meaning of husna the names of allah are at the pinnacle of perfection and beauty لقد ورد في القران الكريم الترغيب في دعاء الله باسمائه الحسنى العظيمه in the Qur'an, we've been encouraged to make dua to Allah through mentioning His names. Making dua to Allah through mentioning His names. وَالتَّحْذِيرُ الشَّدِيدُ مِنْ سَبِيلِ الْمُلْحِدِينَ فِي أَسْمَائِهِ And a severe warning from the path of the mulhideen. Those who distorted the names and attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rejected them from all of those types of the people of deviation, innovation and kufr. وَأَنَّ اللَّهَ سَيُحَاسِبُهُمْ عَلَى ذَلِكَ الْحِسَابَ الشَّدِيدَ And that indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will hold them accountable with a severe reckoning وَذَٰلِكَ فِي قَوْلِهِ سُبْحَانَهُ And that is mentioned in this statement of Allah وَلِلَّهِ الْأَسْمَاءُ الْحُسْنَى فَدْعُوهُ بِهَا وَذَرُوا الَّذِينَ يُلْحِدُونَ فِي أَسْمَائِهِ سَيُجْزَوْنَ مَا كَانُوا يَعْمَلُونَ وَلِلَّهِ الْأَسْمَاءُ الْحُسْنَى That indeed to Allah are the most perfect and beautiful of names. فَدْعُوهُ بِهَا So call upon him via them. وَذَرُوا الَّذِينَ يُلْحِدُونَ فِي أَسْمَائِهِ And leave, abandon those who make the ilhad in his names, that distortion and deviation in his names and that rejection of them. سَيُجَزَوْنَ مَا كَانُوا يَعْمَلُونَ they will be recompensed upon what they used to do. وَلِذَا فَإِنَّهُ يَتَأَكَّدُ عَلَى كُلِّ مُسْلِمَ أَنْ يُعْنَى بِأَسْمَاءِ اللَّهِ الْحُسْنَةِ That's why it's very important for every Muslim to give attention, to give importance, to give time to learning and studying the names, the beautiful and perfect names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَأَنْ يَفْهَمَهَا فَهْمًا صَحِيحًا بَعِيدًا عَنْ سَبِيلِ الْمُلْحِدِينَ And that he understands 
those names and attributes, those names with a correct understanding that is far distanced and removed from the way of those who distort and reject the names of Allah. Because those who reject and distort the names of Allah, Allah mentioned, سَيُجْزَوْنَ مَا كَانُوا يَعْمَلُونَ They will be recompensed upon what they used to do. وَتَوَعَدَهُمْ عَلَى ذَلِكَ فِي آيَةٍ أُخْرَى And similarly, there are other ayat uh, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala threatens them gives them a severe warning and a threat upon what they do إِنَّ الَّذِينَ يُلْحِدُونَ فِي آيَاتِنَا لَا يَخْفَوْنَ عَلَيْنَا أَفَمَنْ يُلْقَى فِي النَّارِ خَيْرٌ أَمَّنْ يَأْتِيَ آمِنًا يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ اِعْمَلُوا مَا شِئْتُمْ إِنَّهُ بِمَا تَعْمَلُونَ بَصِيرٌ Indeed those who make the ilhad, the rejection, the distortion, in our ayat, they are not hidden from us. Those who are cast into the fire, are they better? Or those who come upon safety and security on the day of judgment, do what you wish. Indeed, Allah is aware, is the all-seeing of what you do. الآية الكريمة المتقدمة على أن أسماء الله كلها حسنى. That previous ayah shows us that all of the names of Allah are husna, that they are at the perfection, at the pinnacle of perfection and beauty. إذ إن الله تبارك وتعالى لكماله وجلاله وجماله وعظمته لا يسمى إلا بأحسن الأسماء because Allah سبحانه وتعالى due to his perfection and his might and majesty and his greatness he is not named except with the best and the most perfect of names Due to Allah's greatness and might and majesty, the only names that Allah has are going to be the names upon absolute perfection and beauty. كَمَا أَنَّهُ لَا يُوصَفُ إِلَّا بِأَحْسَنِ الصِّفَاتِ Similarly, just like that, Allah is not described or attributed except with the best and the most perfect of attributes. وَلَا يُثْنَى عَلَيْهِ إِلَّا بِأَكْمَلِ الثَّنَاءِ وَأَحْسَنِهِ وَأَطْيَبِهِ And similarly, the praise is not, uh, the praise does not go upon Allah, the praise that is uh, made of Allah is only made upon the most perfect praise and the best of praise and the most beautiful of praise. That is the way that Allah is praised. فَأَسْمَاؤُهُ جَلَّ وَعَلَى هِيَ أَحْسَنُ الْأَسْمَاءِ وَأَكْمَلُهَا So the names of Allah, the mighty and majestic, they are the best of names and the most perfect of them. وَلَا يَسُدُّ مَسَدَّهَا 
and nothing can replace them or be equivalent to them or take their place nothing else can take their place you can't say this is the equivalent of one of the names of Allah nothing else can take their place وَقَدْ وَصَفَ الرَّبُّ تَبَارَكَ وَتَعَالَىٰ أَسْمَاءَهُ بِأَنَّهَا حُسْنَا فِي الْقُرْآنِ الْكَرِيمِ فِي أَرْبَعَةِ مَوَاضِعِ And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned that all of his names are husna at the pinnacle of beauty and perfection and the best of the names in four places of the Qur'an. In the previous ayah that we already came across, وَلِلَّهِ الْأَسْمَاءُ الْحُسْنَى فَدْعُوهُ بِهَا Al-A'raf 180 Similarly, قُلِ دْعُوا اللَّهَ أَوِ دْعُوا الرَّحْمَانِ أَيَّمَّا تَدْعُوا فَلَهُ الْأَسْمَاءُ الْحُسْنَى Al-Isra' 110 and similarly, الله لا إله إلا هو له الأسماء الحسنى. آه إيت. And هو الله الخالق البارئ المصور له الأسماء الحسنى. الحشر 24. These are four places in the Quran. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions and describes his names with these great characteristics or this great characteristic of them being husna. And husna, it means that they are the most complete and the most, the greatest and the the most perfect and most beautiful of names. That is the meaning of them being husna. Kama qala ta'ala, walillahi al-mathalu al-a'la. Ay lahu subhanahu al-kamal al-a'zam fi thatihi wa asma'ihi wa sifatihi. Walitha kanat asma'uhu ahsanu al-asma'u. Walillahi al-mathalu al-a'la. This ayah, Highlighting that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has the absolute perfection. The absolute perfection and might and majesty in his essence, in his names, in his attributes. And that is why the names of Allah are the most perfect and beautiful of names. وَأَسْمَاءُ اللَّهِ إِنَّمَا كَانَتْ حُسْنَا لِكَوْنِهَا قَدْ دَلَّتْ عَلَى صِفَةِ كَمَالٍ أَكَمَالٍ عَظِيمًا لِلَّهِ فَإِنَّهَا لَوْ لَمْ تَدُلَّ عَلَى صِفَةٍ بَلْ كَانَتْ عَلَمًا مَحْضًا لَمْ تَكُنْ حُسْنًا One of the reasons behind Allah's names being the most perfect and the most beautiful is because all of the names of Allah indicate an attribute an attribute of greatness and majesty and perfection. And that is a principle. Every name has an attribute. Every name has an attribute. Was it the case that a name did not have an attribute 
and it was just a name purely as a name, that would not then be at the perfection and pinnacle of beauty and perfection. It would not be at the pinnacle of beauty and perfection if it was just a name with no meaning or attribute with it. So the perfection, one angle to look at that is that every name of Allah has a, an attribute of perfection uh, associated with it. وَلَوْ دَلَّتْ عَلَى صِفَةٍ لَيْسَتْ بِصِفَةٍ كَمَالٍ لَمْ تَكُنْ حُسْنَا And if the names of Allah indicated an attribute that was not an attribute of perfection, then that would impact upon the name not being at the pinnacle of perfection. Therefore the attributes that the names indicate are attributes of perfection also. وَلَوْ دَلَّتْ عَلَى صِفَةٍ لَيْسَتْ بِصِفَةِ كَمَالٍ بَلْ إِمَّا صِفَةٍ نَقْصٍ أَوْ صِفَةٍ مُنْقَصِمًا إِلَى الْمَدْحِ وَالْقَدْحِ لَمْ تَكُنْ حُسْنًا Similarly, if the name indicated an attribute that has perfection in it, but can also have a meaning of deficiency in it, then that wouldn't be perfection either. If it has a meaning of goodness in it, but also carries a meaning of deficiency in it, then that wouldn't be perfection either. فَأَسْمَاءُ اللَّهِ جَمِيعُهَا دَالَّ عَلَى صِفَاتِ كَمَالٍ وَنْعُوتِ جَلَالٍ the names of Allah, all of them, therefore indicate absolute perfection. And the attributes mentioned from them are absolute perfection. These are all principles. All of this, what is being mentioned here, one by one, they are principles. If you go to Al-Qawa'id Al-Muthla, all of these are basically the principles one by one from Al-Qawa'id Al-Muthla. This is another principle. That every single name of Allah indicates a meaning that is not resemblant to another name. Meaning every name is distinct. With a distinct meaning. So no two names of Allah are identical in their meaning. Everything has a meaning of perfection distinctly. فَالرَّحْمَانِ مَثَلًا يَدُلُّ عَلَى صِفَةِ الرَّحْمَةِ الرَّحْمَانِ This indicates the attribute of mercy. وَالْعَزِيزِ يَدُلُّ عَلَى صِفَةِ الْعِزَّةِ And Aziz, Al-Aziz indicates the attribute of Al-Izzah, of, of might. والخالق يدل على صفة الخلق and الخالق Allah is الخالق the creator indicates the attribute of الخلق that Allah created creation والكريم the generous يدل على صفة الكرم the attribute of generosity والمحسن يدل على صفة الإحسان and المحسن the, the good doer the meaning of somebody who is kind and generous and, and giving and that indicates the attribute of ihsan of doing the goodness to, to, from Allah, the goodness to His creation. That's the other thing. All of the names of Allah are indicating 
Allah. Ar-Rahman is Allah. Al-Aziz is Allah. Ar-Rahim is Allah. Al-Hakim is Allah. All of the names of Allah are indicating Allah because they are all names of Allah. So all of the names of Allah, yes, they all obviously, of course, are indicative of Allah. They are names of Allah. But every one of them has its own distinct meaning of perfection and distinct attributes of perfection. And then all of those are then the various names and attributes of perfection of Allah. وَلِهَذَا فَهِيَ مِنْ حَيْثِ دَلَالَتُهَا عَلَى الذَّاتِ مُتَرَادِفَةِ Therefore, if you look at the names and attributes of Allah in terms of the fact that they all indicate and they all are in reference to, in association to Allah, then all of them are the same in that case. All of the names and attributes are the same. In that perspective Because all of them indicate Allah From that perspective of what do they indicate Then they are all identical Because they all indicate Allah وَمِنْ حَيْثْ دَلَالَتُهَا عَلَى الصِّفَاتِ مُتَبَايِنَةِ But from the perspective of what do they indicate In terms of attributes Then they are all separate and distinct Because every name is distinct Has a distinct meaning, distinct attributes so in terms of what they, they incorporate in terms of meanings, they are all different. In terms of what do they all indicate and reference to, then they are all the same, Allah. قال العلامة ابن القيم رحمه الله ابن القيم رحمه الله تعالى mentioned أسماء الرب تبارك وتعالى كلها أسماء مدح the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, all of them are names of praise. وَلَوْ كَانَتْ أَلْفَاظًا مُجَرَّدَةً لَا مَعَانِ لَهَا لَمْ تَدُلَّ عَلَى الْمَدْحِ Had they been just pure names, a name for the sake of being a name, just purely a name, no meaning behind it, then that wouldn't have been praiseworthy. That wouldn't have indicated praise. Then it's just a word. Has no meaning, has no perfection attributed to it. Then it wouldn't be perfection. It wouldn't be indicating praise. Rather, they have that attribute and that meaning. And that indicates the great praise upon Allah. وَقَدْ وَصَفَهَا اللَّهُ بِأَنَّهَا حُسْنَا And then Ibn Qayyim mentions what we mentioned before. That Allah described all of those names as being husna. And husna means that they have the pinnacle of perfection. They are upon the pinnacle of perfection. Pinnacle of that beauty and perfection that is husna. Then the Sheikh goes on to mention here that after we've looked at all of these kinds of things, it becomes clear to you now 
that learning about the names and attributes of Allah and their meanings is a principal aspect of this religion that you must have knowledge of and actualize. It's a principle that you must actualize, that you must have understanding of this tawheed of the names and attributes of Allah. So when Allah said, وَلِلَّهِ الْأَسْمَاءُ الْحُسْنَى فَدِعُوهُ بِهَا That Allah has the most perfect and beautiful of names, so call upon Him via them. فَدُعَاءُ اللَّهِ بِأَسْمَائِهِ الَّذِي أَمَرَ اللَّهُ بِهِ فِي هَذِهِ الْآيَةِ إِنَّمَا يَكُونُ وَيَتَحَقَّقُ إِذَا عَلِمَ الدَّاعِ مَعَانِ هَذِهِ الْأَسْمَاءِ الَّتِي دَعَى اللَّهَ بِهَا when Allah says that he has the most perfect and beautiful of names, so call upon him via them. That is only going to work for you. You are only going to be able to actualize that properly. Not by just doing it and calling upon Allah via his names. That is an actualization of it. Actualization, the proper implementation of this is that you call upon Allah with his names. And that you understand what those names mean and what their attributes are. You have a recognition of what you're saying. You have a recognition and a knowledge and an understanding of what those names are and what they mean. When you call upon Allah via them. If you have no idea what they mean but you're calling upon Allah, upon Allah with them. Then you've not actualized the reality of what's being said here. The true practice and implementation of it. Is that a person calls upon Allah with these names and understands what they are, what they mean and the perfection they indicate. And understands how this is applicable in his dua. فَإِن لَمْ يَكُنْ عَالِمًا بِمْعَانِيهَا فَإِنَّهُ يَجْعَلُ فِي دُعَائِهِ الْإِسْمِ فِي غَيْرْ مَوْطِنِهِ كَأَنْ يَخْتِمَ طَالَبَ الرَّحْمَةِ بِاسْمِ الْعَذَابِ وَالْعَكْسِ If a person doesn't know the meanings of the names and attributes or the meanings of the names of Allah then you may end up making a dua and mentioning a name of Allah that is not appropriate in that dua you may be asking Allah for mercy but then you mention at the end uh, that Allah is shadid al-iqab but you're asking Allah for mercy you're asking Allah for mercy and you're mentioning that, Oh Allah, you are the most severe in punishment and torment. Does that make sense? So a person who doesn't understand the names and attributes, then he may end up making dua using certain names that are not applicable and appropriate to the content of his dua. You're only going to be able to make that dua properly and utilize or use the names of Allah in that dua by understanding which ones are applicable to your dua in their meanings, you have to understand their meanings and their attributes. فَيَظْهَرُ التَّنَافِرُ فِي الْكَلَامِ وَعَدَمُ الْإِنْتِظَامِ وَمَنْ يَتَدَبَّرُ الْأَدْعِيَةَ الْوَارِدَةَ فِي الْقُرْآنِ أَوْ فِي السُنَّةِ فِي الْقُرْآنِ أَوْ فِي سُنَّةِ النَّبِيِّ صلى الله عليه وسلم يجد أنه ما من دعاء Sheikh says, if you were to look into the Qur'an, and you look into the ayat of the Qur'an, and you see the names that Allah mentions at the ends of particular ayat, 
Those names will have a direct link to what has been mentioned in the ayah. You read the Quran and you see at the end of the ayat, Allah mentions some of his names. Those names will be directly related to what was mentioned in the ayah. What was being spoken about in the ayah, then Allah will mention the exact names that, uh, 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 that corroborate what is in the ayah, that explain the meanings and have a link directly to what is being talked about in the ayah. So if it's being talked about the mercy to the believers, etc., then examples, names, Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim will be mentioned at the end of the ayah. So you see that the names mentioned will always correspond to what is being mentioned in the ayah. So for example, رَبَّنَا تَقَبَّلْ مِنَّا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ السَّمِيعُ الْعَلِيمُ Oh Allah, accept from us, accept our dua. Indeed, you are the all-hearing and the all-knowledgeable. So when you're making dua to Allah, and at the end you say, indeed, you are the all-hearing. Because Allah is the one who's going to hear your dua, that's the one you're calling upon. And you are Al-Alim, you're the all-knowledgeable of my affair and my state, and that's the one who's going to answer your dua. The one who has a knowledge of your state and your affair. So here these two names become very applicable to the issue of dua. That Allah is As-Sami' and Al-Alim. Also, Rabbana Amanna Faghfir Lana Warhamna Wa Anta Khayrul Rahimeen. That our Allah, Rabbana Amanna, that we have believed, فَاغْفِرْ لَنَا So forgive us. وَرْحَمْنَا Have mercy upon us. وَأَنْتَ خَيْرُ الرَّاحِمِينَ You are the best of the merciful ones. So here you're asking for mercy. And then you're mentioning that Allah is the most merciful. So it is therefore completely applicable. You see how the names of Allah are being mentioned completely in context to what is in the ayah. And there are, there's another example, many other examples in the Qur'an where you'll see this occurring. An issue is mentioned and then the directly applicable ayah is mentioned with it or the uh, directly applicable names of Allah to that subject matter are being mentioned. ثُمَّ إِنَّ دُعَاءَ اللَّهِ بِأَسْمَائِهِ يَتَنَاوَلُ دُعَاءَ الْمَسْأَلَةِ وَدُعَاءَ الثَّنَاءِ وَدُعَاءَ التَّعَبُّدِ وفي بيان ذلك يقول ابن قيم رحمه الله وهو سبحانه يدعو عباده إلى أن يعرفوه بأسمائه وصفاته ويثنوا عليه بها ويأخذوا بحظهم من عبوديتها وهو سبحانه يحب موجب أسمائه وصفاته فهو عليم يحب كل عليم وجواد يحب كل جواد وتر يحب الوتر جميل يحب الجمال عفو يحب العفو وأهله حي يحب الحياء وأهل بر يحب الأبرار شكور يحب الشاكرين صبور يحب الصابرين حليم يحب أهل الحلم. So here Ibn Qayyim makes a point. He says that all of the names of Allah, what they indicate, then Allah loves those things. So for example, Allah is the all knowledgeable. So he loves the people upon knowledge, who are learning their religion upon knowledge. Allah is the most generous. He therefore loves also people who are generous. Allah is uh, 
uh, upon beauty and perfection. So Allah loves that the people have good appearance and perfection and to the best of their ability. And also Allah loves forgiving. So Allah loves the people they forgive others. And Allah is the one who is thankful. So he loves also the people who are thankful to him. The patient and therefore loves the people who are patient. The, the wise and forbearing. Similar to patient. And so Allah loves the people who have those characteristics also. So all of these names of Allah. They are indicative of the same things that Allah loves in creation. All of those things Allah loves those attributes in creation. Allah is the generous. He loves that the people be upon generosity. Allah is the, the patient and loves the people to be upon forbearance and patience. The all-forgiving loves that the people, they forgive one another. So these are all uh, attributes or names that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves also that the creation be upon that. Then we come to the section where it talks about the people who reject or distort the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we mentioned that in the ayah, وَذَرُوا الَّذِينَ يُلْحِدُونَ فِي أَسْمَائِهِ سَيُجَزَوْنَ مَا كَانُوا يَعْمَلُونَ Leave the ones who make the ilhad in the names, they will be given their recompense upon what they did. وَقَدْ بَقِيَ مَعْنَا مِنْ مَعْنَى الْآيَةِ تَحْذِيرُ اللَّهِ مِنَ الْإِلْحَادِ فِي أَسْمَائِهِ وَتَوَاعُدِهِ الْمَلْحِدِينَ فِيهَا بِأَنَّهُ سَيُجَازِيهِمْ عَلَىٰ أَعْمَالِهِمْ وَيَحَاسِبُهُمْ عَلَيْهَا أَشَدَّ الْحِسَابِ فَهُوَ سُبْحَانَهُ يُمْهِلُ وَلَا يُهْمِلُ So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala warns the people who distort and reject and deviate in the names of Allah warning them and Allah may sometimes give them some respite. But that doesn't mean that Allah is negligent of them and what they are upon. They will be given their accountability upon what they did. And what is the meaning of Al-Ilhad? Linguistically it means Al-Mail Wal-Udul. Inclining away, inclining away, leaning away, distorting away from something. And that is why they call Al-Lahad, the Lahad, in the grave, when you dig out that secondary hole to the side or to the bottom, it's inclining away, then that is known as the Lahad. Also, you can say Al-Mulhid in the religion is therefore a person who distorts and deviates away from the truth. Distorts and deviates away from the truth. So when it comes to the ilhad in the names and attributes of Allah, then it is distortion away from the realities of them and from the meanings of them, the true established meanings and realities to something other than that. وَالْإِلْحَادُ فِي أَسْمَاءِ اللَّهِ سُبْحَانَهُ هُوَ الْعُدُولُ بِهَا وَبِحَقَائِقِهَا وَمَعَانِيهَا عَنِ الْحَقِّ الثَّابِتِ لَهَا وَهُوَ أَنْوَاعٌ عَدِيدًا يَجْمَعُهَا هَذَا الْوَصْفِ And there's many forms of ilhad, many different types of things that can come under the category of al-ilhad, of deviation when it comes to the names of Allah. 
many different forms of deviation the people of innovation fell into. وَلَمَّا حَذَّرَ اللَّهُ فِي هَذِهِ الْآيَةِ مِنَ الْإِلْحَادِ فِي أَسْمَائِهِ هذا التحذير كان متأكدا على المسلمين يعرف الإلحاد في أسماعه وأنواعه So the fact that Allah has warned against this deviation occurring in his names People deviating regarding his names Has warned against it severely saying abandon them They will be given their recompense Then it's upon every Muslim to find out very clearly What? This deviation and distortion is regarding the names of Allah so that you can make sure you never fall into it. And that's why they say, uh, Learn the evil, not for the sake of the evil, but for the sake of safeguarding yourself from it. For indeed the one who does not know the evil from the people will end up falling into it. Learn the evil, not for the sake of evil, but for the sake of safeguarding yourself from it. For the one who does not know the evil from the people will end up falling into it. So there are different types of this ilhad. We'll mention a few categories of it now. One category is to take the names of Allah and use them for your idols. The mushrikun, they used to take the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they would give those names to the mushrikeen, they would, uh, to the idols. Those mushrikun would give those names to their idols. So for example, Allah, Al-Uzza and Al-Manat. Those are all names that they distorted from the names of Allah. Allah from Al-Ilah, Al-Uzza from Al-Aziz, Manat from Al-Mannan. So you see that is a form of Ilhad, taking the names of Allah, distorting them and placing them onto the idols. Distortion and deviation with the names of Allah. Secondly, to name Allah with names that are not suitable of the might and majesty of Allah. We know as Ahl Sunnah you cannot name Allah with any other names except what Allah named Himself with in the Quran and Sunnah. If you now name Allah with some other name that is not befitting of the might and majesty of Allah, it's not in the Quran and Sunnah, then you will also be from those who are making ilhad in the names and attributes of Allah. You cannot ever make up names yourself. It can only be what's found in the Quran and Sunnah. It's tawqifi. It is impossible for you to think up or to imagine or to work out the names of Allah. Only what you find in the Quran and Sunnah. So any of them who now give their own names to Allah, then they have certainly gone astray from the straight path. So for example, the Christians, they say Allah is the Father. The Father, the Spirit, the Ghost, the Father, they are referring to God. So they have now named Allah the Father, Ab. That is a name that is not from the names of Allah. That is considered Ilhad in the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The philosophers, they used to say Al-Illa Al-Fa'ila. Al-Illa Al-Fa'ila, you say some type of cre creational force. 
pour 101. Prime mover. Prime mover, maybe use that term. Something along those lines. Al-illa al-fa'ila, prime mover translates to it. If that is the term in philosophy, that's the term. Some type of force, a creational force. Prime mover, if they say something along those lines, they, they used to give that name to. And that is not from the names of Allah, of course. That would be also distortion in the names of Allah. Some of the people of innovation, they used to say that Allah is Muhandisul Kaun, which literally is the engineer of creation. And that again, of course, is not from the names of Allah. So naming Allah with names that are not his names is Ilhad too. Third category is to just reject the names of Allah. If you reject any of the names of Allah, you have committed Ilhad also. Like the people of innovation did. There are many people of innovation out there who reject the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the fourth type is comparison and resemblance. If you make resemblance between the names of Allah and creation, then you are also committing ilhad. Allah said, لَيْسَ كَمِثْلِهِ شَيْءٍ There is nothing like unto him. There is no example to him. So if you now start making comparisons and examples, you have certainly committed another type of ilhad. So what are the four types of ilhad there? What are the four types of ilhad? Number one was... Nah. That was afterwards. Number one was using the names of Allah, distorting them and putting them down for other deities of theirs. They claim idols and whatever else. Allah, al-Uzza, al-Manat. Number two was naming Allah with that which is not from the names of Allah. Number three was rejecting them altogether. Number four was comparing them to creation. Homework is to memorize those four. I'm going to ask you next time. Next week, there is no lesson. Next week, one week off. I'm unable to come next week. So the lesson will now be in a fortnight's time. Insha'Allah ta'ala. Ah. This one, there's a, yeah, uh, there's some difference. No, no, you know, sometimes, not like that, not like that. Because some of these names, there is some difference about it. Some of them, you know, because sometimes you, uh, they derive names. You know, it is mushtaq min sifat kada wa kada. This issue, this name, it has some discussion. The scholars, they have some discussion about this one. Sittil, Sattar, and all these uh, versions of this name. So if you, if you believe that one of those is a name of Allah, it would not fall into ilhad like this. They are not making ilhad. It is a judgment they've made from the texts. That they believe that is a name from the texts, but... Other scholars may say that cannot be considered a name. That isn't like ilhat like this. We'll come to more of that anyway, inshallah. No, no, it's more than that. We'll come to that. Remind me, next session we'll discuss the topic of the 99 names. Hmm. No, no, it's not, it's not correct. But remind me next session, which is in two weeks' time, and we'll discuss the topic of how many names does Allah have. Are they 99? Are they not 99? We've mentioned they will briefly just go over it again. Mother Nature, some people say Mother Nature, it's not a correct term. You can't say Mother Nature did this, Mother Nature did that. Huh? Tree of Nature, Mother Nature, all of these terms, they're not correct. You cannot use these kind of, the Mother Nature did this, Mother Nature did that. 
You can't do that. That's in Kitab al-Tawheed, you'll see those things. Today was really the opening introduction properly to the names of Allah. We've got a few more sessions, a lot of these topics will be covered inshaAllah.